A Duff Said is brought to you by Sheldon Street Pizza. Visit them online at sheldonstreetpizza.com or stop by Sheldon's during your next trip to Lake Orion. Sheldon Street Pizza, the official pizza of A Duff Said. And by Fourth Coast Cider Works, quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. You can check them out online at fourthcoastciderworks.com or come get a can or a howler at their Canterbury Village location. Not available for anyone under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. Steve, what were some of the biggest distractions that your team faced throughout your 20-plus years of coaching, and how did you overcome them? Well, Duff, one of the biggest distractions that I always found out was the crowd noise. The crowd noise, you know, the kids from other schools, opposing schools, you know, and sometimes their commentary and things, they were shouting from the stands sometimes. It could be a distraction. Otherwise, if you didn't have the attention of your players and give that speech before the game, you know, these things are going to happen, and this is how you need to handle them. So we always discussed a, a, a myriad of things, even during our practice week. We even practiced and whatnot, believe it or not, with crowd noise and different things like that, hecklers from the crowd and whatnot. It's very easy to get into those kinds of things, and it could be a distraction. Uh, per, first of all, to a high school kid, you know, he's a kid himself, you know. So a lot of those things they hear, some of it's funny, some of it's, you know, crass, some of it can be a little bit harsh. And you try to talk to your kids, each and every one of them, in terms of, again, we, you and I have talked about this on numerous occasions, it's how you represent when you go out on that field. You're representing a lot of things, and most of the time it's more than just yourself, you know. You're representing a team, and I've always said that, you know, some of those comments, uh, there's not a coach I think you talk to that wouldn't tell you they hear things, you know. Sometimes it's directed at us as coaches. So, you know, now now imagine if we responded to everything and every situation and things we hear coming out of the stands, whereas the fans in high school, they're right on top of you. You know, so they're maybe 10 feet from you, whereas in college, maybe it's 300 feet, you know. But uh, those things like that can and will get to you if you don't have that focus. Now, how we did that was, you know, I always got coaches basically to separate teams by their, you know, by what they did. Whether you're a defensive back, your special teams, your linebacker, defense, offense. I always had coaches communicating with them during the game, constantly. That was one of the things to make sure that we kept their focus and their attention on what we did during the game. And that was something I picked up over the years. You know, uh, to the point where you'd send a kid out there and the kid would go out there and totally forget what you sent them out there to do simply because they were distracted. So, you know, I always talk to the coaches about making sure that you're going over game time situations with them on the sidelines and make sure that they are responding to you to make sure that we are staying focused in terms of what we needed to do. And uh, that formula seemed to work pretty well for me. I, I would be interested to hear how other coaches handled that. But um, as you said, that was one of the proven ways that worked for us, you know. 
and uh, the kids did a pretty good job about it. It was early on; it was sketchy, but we learned to overcome it as time went on. You know, we got better as a program uh, in terms of how we approached the game, the field, so forth and so on. And a lot of these things we did walkthroughs on Wednesdays, Thursdays, you know, and that was the night before a game, and it was trying to basically simulate all situations that they were going to incur during a game. And that's how we did it. You brought up a good point there. Not only do the kids have to deal with distractions, but as a coach, you're dealing with that on the sidelines as well. You you always hear those parents in the stands. They want to coach right alongside with you. And it's like, hey, look, I coach for you. I coach your son, but you're not the coach along with me. So, you know, zip it up there in the stands. Uh, I've seen a lot of coaches do just that, too. You know, and sometimes depending on where you are and what program you are, you might have that luxury. Now, for me, a lot of times, my way of responding to that was always I would meet with the parents. If they had a, a problem, you know, with something that was going on in the field, let's discuss that afterwards. Let's discuss that during practice afterwards, you know. And that was my way of doing it. And, and it always came with the same thing that you just said. Look, that's your son and, and so forth and so on, mom, dad, but he's my responsibility on that field, you know. I get paid to do that job. Let us do our job. You know, I, I will not come into your home and tell you how to parent. Please don't tell me how to coach, you know. And, and, and it always was received pretty well after that, you know. And uh, as you said, because everybody wants their kid to be a star. Everybody wants their kid to have equal time. And I get that. You know, so uh, that's another way. I'm glad you brought that up because that's another way we dealt with it. Certain kids that may or may not be ready for game time situations. Duff, if we were head by so many points, we made it a point to make sure every kid on that sideline that took our in practice during the week got a chance to play somewhere, whether it's special teams, defense, offense, whatever. And, and it worked. Sometimes the kids would be tickle pink just to get in for two plays because some of them saw the action in live and would, were thinking, I'm not ready for that. And, uh, you know, they, they didn't have a problem not going in the game. But, again, the parents behind you are saying, get my son in. He's the best thing since sliced bread. Get him on the field, you know. And uh, so it, it, sometimes it was comical because as coaches and players, we learned to laugh at it, you know, because uh, some of the kids were just saying, I saw so-and-so get sacked. I didn't want any part of that coach. I wasn't ready for that. And you laugh about it, but you try to make sure that you coach them up so that when they do incur situations like that, that they're ready for it, you know. And as I said, most of the parents I've, in 27 years of coaching Duff, I had issues with parents early on, but after we began to put a program together and they seen everything was equal and fair, boy, those parents were some of the greatest parents I've ever, you know, had, had the, uh, the, uh, the pleasure of coaching their kids, you know. And uh, as I said, it worked out beautifully. When you have a parent that wants their kid in there right now, you know they're not ready and you know they're not capable of making an impact on the field and it could be detrimental to their success and their development if they go in there sure. against your wishes and they, they're they demanding they go in there. 
How much of that can be a distraction for the kids that you're coaching? Well, as you said, because some of them know everybody, I believe, they're, they're you know, trying to achieve the same goal. And that is you want to play. I understand that. Uh, I'll give you one example. I had a kid, I, I think we discussed this before. The kid just had some, um, some, some situations that were physical, that, he, that physically he was not ready, you know. And his dad was, oh, my God, his biggest fan. I, I get that. And I, I invited the, the dad out to practice a couple of days, and I sent his son through a couple of drills that we ran. And one particular drill, I mean, this kid, I, I mean, he got drilled. And, I mean, dad just, I mean, the kid got undressed out there on the field. And, and I just kind of looked at him and I said, Dad, do you see what I'm saying? Give me the opportunity to coach your son. I will get him to that point. As it is right now, he's a little green. And I just need you to understand that and go along with our wishes, which is, first of all, safety. You know, it's a safety issue, Duff, in terms of putting kids in the situations where they may or may not be ready for, you know. And nobody, I can't think of a coach alive that wants to put a kid into a situation that he's not prepared for because that could be bad for a coach, player, program, school, mom, dad, in that order, you know. So you, you definitely have to make sure that you are working alongside these kids and you have a heartbeat of these kids, you know, to make sure that they, they understand what's going on. They understand in drills and hitting drills and things like that, that this is serious, you know. And uh, you, even falling, believe it or not, is an art. It's not something you just go out there, you know, a bunch of guys running into each other and they fall down on the field and everybody gets up and dusts themselves off. Being in shape, I've always said there's two kinds. You can be in shape or you can be in football shape. There's two differences. I mean, the, the, the stark differences are as, not, as, as much as night and day, you know. And when you are in football shape, you're ready for somebody leaning up against you, uh, you know, going upside your head and helm. And, and I hear, I know you hear sportscasters say it all the time. When those guys are down on the ground, Duff, is all kinds of things going on on that ground, you know, biting, kicking, pinching, and, you know, socking, punching, and all of that. So you have to be prepared for that as a kid. If you're not, believe me, you're going to lose a kid before you even get his attention. Want more lessons from Coach Watkins? Then go to my website, aduffsaid.com. You can also find them by going to my Facebook page, Sports Journalist Duff Tyler. Now, I tend to tweet these out from time to time, so look me up on Twitter, at Duff Tyler. And of course, you can always find lessons from Coach Watkins, as well as many other segments and episodes of my podcast, A Duff Said, by going to the Podbean app or Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.